So as we were discussing yesterday that the conversation between Maitreji and Vidurji, <clears throat> both are sitting in Haridwar. Vidura took shelter of Maitre Muni, <clears throat> and then there is a description. Mait- <clears throat> Maitre Rishi he describes about the marriage of Karadama Muni. <clears throat> Karadama Muni was a a greatly elevated vaishnava and he was living a very simple life on the bank of the river and he was performing his uh, tapasya and at that time <clears throat> he was been requested to get married he was a brahmachari i mean he was supposed to be living a life of brahmachari then he was requested by superior authorities that he should get married so the first thing when he when he decided that he has to get married he did not uh, go or made an attempt by himself to look for a girl instead he decided let me perform tapasya and uh, because i want like minded partner hmm? a, a, a person who is like minded and who can help me in krishna consciousness so <clears throat> so the uh, kardamamuni he performed tapasya for so many years and finally lord lord vishnu he manifested in front of him and the lord was very pleased by his devotional service when the lord appears <coughs> in front of uh, a devotee he is actually becomes speechless many many times when when front of when the lord appears in front of a devotee they become very speechless and then <coughs> then kardamuni he glorified the lord in various various ways and then he decided uh the lord narrated to him that three three days from now devahuti who is the daughter of uh, manu maharaj they are going to come and hand over the devahuti to you so the devahuti is a perfect match it is very difficult to find a perfect match in a married life right so kardamuni did not want to risk finding a wrong one so he decided that let me let the supreme lord himself look for me a married a married partner uh, so krishna's arrangement is considered the best arrangement right so he knows our heart and he knows our liking disliking he knows our nature very well and uh, we might externally look at someone and then we th- we might think that she or he may be my right partner for me but then we may be wrong uh, after 6 months a year we find we just m- might uh, come to know that we are in a wrong uh, wrong place with the wrong person hmm? so that's why kardamuni he decided to pray to supreme personality of godhead and then the lord arranged for a suitable girl for his marriage and kardama and devahuti there was a huge difference between both of them in terms of richness kardamuni was a, a person staying on the bank of river in a very small hut and devahuti she was a daughter of uh, she was a princess she is a daughter of swayambhu manu huh? manu maharaj and there was no match in in, in one sense usually uh, usually what happens a father will look for his daughter to get go and get married to an appropriate suitable rich rich family but here he received the instructions that he had to hand over the daughter to kardamamuni 
Now we need to understand that if one is a devotee of the Supreme Lord, then he is actually the ornament of the earth. Huh? He is not an ordinary person. He has no bad habits in him. He is aspiring to perfect his life in this very birth. So Karda Muni was the best match. And Swayam Manu Maharaj also considered that if my daughter can remain God conscious and if she can be taken care of nicely and the Lord wants it, then it should happen. So Swayamba Manu himself came, uh, Manu Maharaj himself came and handed over Devuti uh, to Kardama Muni. And it is said that uh, their marriage was compared to Shiva and Bhavani. Lord Shiva was uh, a great personality. Great, he was, he was the, uh, you know, he's topmost amongst the Vaishnavas, he's the in charge for the, for the destruction of the universe. And uh, uh, although he's all auspicious, Lord Shiva is all auspicious, supremely glorious, still Lord Shiva lives under a tree. He has no house. Huh? And uh, uh, Parvati, uh, she was the daughter of the Himalayas. And she served him in a very, as if, uh, you know, in a very, in a very, uh, very insignificant situations. I mean, there is no house for a woman, for a married, for a married woman, there, there is no house and they have to live under a tree. Imagine a situation. Huh? Imagine a husband and wife staying under a tree in front of that tree. There's a big tree there. If, imagine that if the husband and wife, they're staying there, what will the situation? She has to cook and do everything. Huh? So... It, it was like that and uh, uh, the marriage of Kardama and Devahuti were, were compared to Shiva and Bhavani so Devahuti she gave up her pride she gave up her uh, you know all her designations and she served her husband very nicely understanding the temperament of the husband it is very important that the husband and wife they understand each other's temperament sometimes the husband has some expectations from the wife, wife has some expectations from the husband and then they don't understand each other. They don't connect with each other. They are married but they just drag their marriages. But the marriage can be made beautiful. Uh, if they can invest time in the relationship, they can talk about things and then they can accordingly, positively help each other, serve each other and uh, progress on the path of Krishna consciousness. So Devahuti, she understood her role very well. That my husband is in tapasya. He is practicing sincere. He is practicing sincere Krishna conscious uh, life, and he, he, uh, she put an effort to serve him by all means. Whatever position she used to have. I mean, she was wearing a simple sari. She was. She just wore one sari when she came from the when her father handed over that sari she had. And that was the only sari with her throughout the life. She, I mean, till the till the time her husband actually realized that uh, you know, uh, my wife has been serving me from so long and so sincerely, and he became very pleased. So Kardama Muni, <clears throat> he was able to attain perfection in his life because of the efforts of Devahuti. When uh, when when the wife takes care of lot of different uh, what I will say responsibilities for husband then husband can fix himself and do uh, his Krishna conscious life so I really I just want to uh, 
if there i have seen so many married married lives like that that the husband is traveling and preaching uh, and then the wife takes care of the house responsibility she understands that my my husband has a mission in his life and he's traveling he's preaching so let me support him so she takes care of the house and then she supports him by whatever way she can and uh, so when she come when she comes back then they they have their whole time but she cooperates she understands so <clears throat> devahuti was able to serve her husband by all means and she pleased kardama muni when kardama muni attained perfection he realized he looked at devahuti and uh, he thanked her from inside that uh, actually i have attained perfection because of her contribution and he appreciated that he went and he thanked her for her contribution but because of your service i was able to attain perfection in my life and now the result of this i want to show you now in one way they were in in one way kardam muni was on on a on a street right he was standing on the banks of river he has nothing but actually devoti knew that my husband is more powerful than brahma Uh, because he was the vishnu he was more powerful than vishnu uh, more powerful than brahma also and it was true actually because uh, he asked his wife what do you want uh, and they said she i want children it was natural for her to ask for children and she said that if you can help me uh, you know my look at my body my she because of her uh, serving her husband day and night and her body was she became very weak she was she lost her luster and everything and and uh, uh, she was not good looking huh? so then immediately kardamuni by his yogic powers he manifested 1000 maid servants and he manifest he he they all came in her service and told her that please uh, there was a bindu sarovar there when when kardamuni he attained darshan of lord shri hari at that time lord was crying actually by seeing the devotional attitude and devotional service of kardamuni the lord actually cried and the drops which fell had formed bindu sarovar and uh, kardamuni requested that go and take bath in that bindu sarovar and devahuti she along with her maid servants it was her surprise that how can all of a sudden 1000 maid servants came where that came from but then she realized to oh, my husband is very powerful although he lives very simple uh, so people who live simple life do not consider them as less powerful you know they can also they can also do a lot of things so then they, they she went and took dip in that sarovar and when she came out she was more youthful she was more beautiful than she was before and then kardamuni manifested a aerial mansion it it has it was a huge aerial mansion and uh this this maid servants uh they brought devahuti to kardamuni and then kardamuni and devahuti they boarded this plane aerial aerial mansion aerial mansion and then this aerial mansions were you know they had multi storied aerial mansions there everything 1000 servants were able to stay there so then imagine how how big the aerial mansion might be and then they traveled kardamuni and devahuti they traveled all across the universe they were traveling together enjoying enjoying all kinds you know they were on, they were on the world tour 
I'll say universal tour. World is small for them. They are universal tour. They travel to all the planets of the demigods and every and everywhere. And then finally, after traveling all along, they finally again came back to the to the to the place where Kardamani was residing. And <clears throat> and then with the union of uh, Kardamani, Devahuti got nine daughters. And when the when she when when the nine daughters were there, uh, and uh, Kardamuni decided that now you have got nine daughters, so let me go. Because he already told uh, her father also. It was a very clear cut, uh, you know, discussion with her father that I will take sannyas. After your daughter gets children, I will take sannyas because I don't want to get get stuck in this married life. And so Kardamuni reminded Devahuti. that i have promised you that to give you children but i have also told you that i will take sanyas and i want to go now so dehoti she said that my dear husband yes i am happy that you are going for taking sanyas but you our nine daughters they 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 are actually they got married to different rishis so they got married and they have gone i am still alone who will take care of me so i want a son from you and then Kardam Muni, he, the Kardam Muni, he he understood that Lord Lord uh, Supreme Lord when he appeared before Kardam Muni, he told that I will myself come as your son. I am so the Kardam Muni did not ask for it. Kardam Muni did not ask for it, but by pleased by your devotional service, I want to become your son. that is the glories of kardamuni and the, and the supreme lord came as kapila from and he took birth from the womb of devahuti and when kapila was born <coughs> lord brahma along with all the demigods and everybody they came to welcome lord kapila dev and there is very dis- beautiful description of his form uh, uh, how how lord, how lord kapila was he had golden hair and such a beautiful form of the lord and he appeared to establish the sankhya philosophy and kapila the lord kapila <coughs> the supreme lord was in was in home you know and kardamuni said to his wife that i wish to go now it is very unusual that this he wanted supreme lord you know what is perfection of life to attend the uh, lotus feet of the supreme lord huh? so kardam muni he had supreme lord as his son in the house now why did he want to go to take sanyas so kardam muni he took he he, he uh, met kapila dev and he said my dear son i want to hand over the responsibility of your nine sisters and your mother to you and i wish to go and take sanyas and he said okay my dear father you can you can go and take sanyas now why did he go that i want you should all think and let me know at the end this is a this is a question i want you all should come up with answers for that so kardamuni he when he was about to leave uh, before before actually yeah before actually kapila dev was born kardamuni uh, uh, was about to take sanyas and he knew that my husband is going to go so she was actually lamenting 
देवहूति लैमेंटेड दैट माय हस्बैंड इज इज अ ग्लोरियस डिवोटी ऑफ द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड एंड व्हाट आई हैव आस्क्ड फ्रॉम हिम इज ओनली सेंस एन्जॉयमेंट बिकॉज दे ट्रैवल्ड ऑल ओवर द एरियल मैंशन एंड आई कुल हैव एक्चुअली स्पेंड टाइम विथ हिम डिस्कसिंग श्रीमद भागवतम डिस्कसिंग हरिकथा बट अनफॉर्चुनेटली आई कुड नॉट डू दैट एंड नाउ वी हैव चिल्ड्रन नो बिफोर बिफोर हैविंग चिल्ड्रन देर इज अ लाइफ देर इज अर इज अ डिफरेंट लाइफ इट वेन अ कपल दे हैव लॉट ऑफ टाइम टू स्पेंड विद दैम बट आफ्टर चिल्ड्रन कम इट इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू स्पेंड हजबेंड एंड वाइफ दे फाइंड इट डिफिकल्ट टू स्पेंड टाइम विद इच अदर सो देवूति वॉज लैमेंटिंग दैट आई एम सच अनफॉर्चुनेट वुमन दैट माई हजबेंड is very glorious is his a glorious devotee of the supreme lord and i did not take advantage of that and what did i do i just uh enjoyed enjoyed with him uh, the material opulence i should have asked about my self about my self realization and now you are going to take sanyas who will deliver me and then he said kardamuri said don't worry kapila is going to come lord kapila is going to come as your son supreme lord is going to become your son and he is going to speak about the science of krishna consciousness to you so lord kapila and devahuti they had lot of discussions actually on the uh, glories of devotional service then fundamental principles of material nature and then the kapila instructed uh, devahuti on on execution of devotional service how one should execute devotional service and then uh, about uh, adverse about the fruit activities and uh, how a moment how a living entity transmigrate from 84 lakh species and how it what is happens exactly in the womb so all these things are the scientists who are now discovering lot of things all these things are already mentioned in 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 this what happens with a child in the womb how at what at what month the consciousness comes at what comes the hands are developed at what months the uh, legs are developed and all this all the whole body how is this form in a womb so everything is described in the shrimad bhagavatam itself and then the activities uh, the further activities of lord kapila are also mentioned so this completes the uh, third canto of shrimad bhagavatam in the fourth canto of shrimad bhagavatam there is a description about the uh lord shiva and daksha's fight it begins with lord shiva and daksha's fight lord shiva is all auspicious all glorious he he is actually uh non different from krishna in one sense uh, he is very powerful so lord shiva he there was the his uh, he got married to the daughter of uh, daksha prajapati and daksha prajapati was prajapati he was a powerful personality but he only saw shiva as his son in law he never respected shiva as as one should respect one one should respect brahma ji actually brahma ji also respects shiva because brahma ji understands that all the shiva is born from me but shiva is more powerful than me ha huh? in 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 uh, in terms of his devotion and in terms of uh, you know everything so <clears throat> once what happened there was a big sacrifice which was organized by daksha prajapati and daksha prajapati uh, had biggest arrangements and all the devatas came all the rishis came all the rajarshis came so many personalities came brahma ji was there imagine in a assembly in a program where brahma himself is there shiva is there indra is there personified all this great personalities are there all the uh, 33 types of devatas were there all the rajarshis all the rishis were there all the brahmanas like bruhu and everybody were sitting there and in that assembly 
प्रजापति दक्ष एंटर्स एंड एज एज प्रजापति दक्ष एंटर्स एवरीबडी गेट्स अप एक्सेप्ट फॉर ब्रह्मा एंड शिवा नाउ इट वॉज वेरी नेचुरल फॉर एवरीबडी टू गेट अप बिकॉज ही वॉज सीनियर राइट वेन इज सीनियर सन्यासिस कम नॉचुरली एवरीबडी गेट अप बट देर नॉट नेसर दैट देर इफ समबडी सुपीरियर टू हिम is there is superior to that sanyasi he might prefer to not get up he may get up also but he not prefer so lord shiva <coughs> lord shiva was always thinking of krishna he was always in trance he was he used to be there he was he used to be there but this great personalities the 24 hours thinking of krishna and they are not interested any in anything material so lord shiva with his he have he has five heads and with one head is always chanting 24 hours the name of lord hari always chanting 24 hours he chants the name of lord hari and he was in his trance and when daksha prajapati came he he thought is there was no need for him to get up but daksha prajapati got offended he saying that he is my son in law and he did not get up to welcome me brahma is fine he is my father but shiva shulya shiva shulya got up and shiva did not get up lord shiva did not get up and that actually you know disturbed prajapati a lot the the people like daksha prajapati who expect respect from others they will always suffer like that if you expect respect for others from others if you you know then there is always you will always have to suffer because people will respect you people will not respect you they may like you they may dislike you and if you live in the material world for for post or position for name and for for fame and for pratishtha then get ready you will be you will always be you will always be suffering because the greed for name and fame will never be reduced it will always increase and increase so one has to be very very careful uh, for not having such desires for respect we as vaishnavas we, we are we are expected to offer all respect to others and have no res- and we should not respect expect respect for our own chaitanya mahaprabhu has emphasized this there are actually uh, eight regulatory principles right four regulatory principles we know no meat eating no gambling no illicit sex no intoxication that is for general people when people begin krishna consciousness then and as they become devotees four things additionally get added up in that these four regulatory principles get added up what are those four regulatory principles trnadapi sunichena taroriva saishnam amanina manadena kirtaniya sadahari this four gets added up in in that devotee's life this that's why a devotee has eight regulatory principles to follow not four huh? so offering <coughs> we should always if one is not in a position uh to become like that one should pray oh my dear lord that please one should pray every day that uh, uh you know that I, please give me the mood by which i can offer all my respect to others and desire no respect for my own and uh, i should i should always have that mood that everyone is superior to me you know this is very very important in krishna consciousness that everyone is superior to us and we are their servants so <clears throat> dhruma uh, sorry daksha prajapati was affected by that daksha prajapati what did he thought that lord shiva did not respect me and then he started chastising lord shiva 
he started offending lord shiva he started uttering words which were not suitable to be spoken for lord shiva and then when that was happened there was a fight began between lord shiva's associates and the daksha prajapati's associates and and bef- before the and before that could become worse i mean they started offending lord krishna even lord hari also and uh lord shiva could not take that and that's why he just walked off from that assembly and what happened that when when uh, when lord shiva left there was a good amount of time when there was no communication between lord shiva's lord shiva and parvati and daksha prajapati's family huh? nobody went to each other's houses the the relationships were bitter and daksha prajapati he uh, organized one more sacrifice actually and in that he did not even invite lord shiva he purposely did that to show lord shiva his position the lord shiva's position is supremely glorious daksha prajapati kya batayenge ha unki daksha prajapati what will what what he can say about lord shiva he did not understood it is not easy to understand a mahabhagavata we might see it is very difficult to understand a sadhu very difficult to understand because vaishnava era kriya mudra ha vaishnava's actions vaishnava's activities is very difficult to understand we might see we might see fault in everyone actually and when when we see a sadhu also our mentality is that our tendency is that we also see fault in the sadhu as well in devotees as well but devotees are supremely glorious they they the they are the ornament of the earth why what is the why i am saying ornament of the earth you know there is an incident actually when bharat maharaj knew when when bharat maharaj came to know that uh, lord ramachandra had decided to go to the forest so he along with all the ayodhya vasis he started walking towards chitrakoot uh, towards that place where lord, lord ramachandra was residing and <clears throat> nishad raj who was the king of the adivasis who was considered as a friend of lord ramachandra he came to know that bharat maharaj is coming with his whole army so there was a message he got that bharat maharaj is declaring war against lord ramachandra so he decided that let he create he created is he, he told his army that we have to now fight against the lord bharat uh, we have to fight against the ayodhya the army of ayodhya so get ready because for lord's mission for lord ramachandra's protection for lord ramachandra's mission we now have to sacrifice our lives and bharat decided and bharat was not coming in bharat was coming to convince lord ramachandra to come back he was not coming for a fight also and he was walking barefoot he was walking barefoot and everybody was walking with with bharat and uh, when so one of the one of the persons experienced person in nishad raj's uh, nishad raj was you know f- uh, king of adivasis huh and uh, adivasis are considered to be very low class people they eat anything they drink anything so they are not so well respected neither they are to be because they they, they have very different lifestyle but because nishad raj was connected with lord ram he was glorious so when bharat maharaj came near 
So one of the members of Nishad Raja's ex, uh, Nishad Raja's kingdom, he told that there is some auspicious symptoms which I am experiencing. So please go and check before you declare war on Bharat. So he, they sent a messenger and they found out that Bharat is coming for for convincing Lord Ramachandra to come back. So there was an so there he was happy. And then finally, when Bharat crossed the crossed the river and Vashishji, he introduced Bharat to Nishad Raj. And what was the introduction? That Nishad, this Nishad Raj, this is he is actually the ornament of the earth. Why? Because Lord Ramachandra considers him as his friend. So Nishad Raj was thinking, oh my God, huh? what glorious life is is is. Because I have become a Vaishnava, I am a servant of Lord Ram, I am a friend of Lord Ram, and what glorious! So Bharat Maharaj, when he understood that he is the friend of Lord Ram, he went and embraced Nishad Raj. Vashishji went and embraced Nishad Raj. So such glorious are the such glorious is Krishna consciousness, such glorious is the devotional life that even great personalities like Bharat Maharaj and Vashishji they consider that person as very very fortunate because one has become. As associated with Lord Ramachandra, one who has taken shelter of Lord Sri Krishna or Lord Ramachandra. So, <clears throat> this Lord Shiva was the glo- glorious Vaishnava. Glorious Vaishnava. He's the topmost amongst but the earlier you know, days. You know, without days Lord Shiva's mercy, one cannot. Huh? So, the was supreme perfection. Adi- was a name which because was Lord Shiva is uh, Vaishnava Namitha Shambhu. Without his and mercy, Sati without the mercy of the Vaishnava, like like Lord Shiva, one cannot attain perfection, one cannot get Krishna. And, she decide, she and Daksha Prajapati messed his life with Lord Shiva. That I should disconnect this body. And <coughs> Lord Shiva, and she decided, he, he had life. no, he did not have and any connection with him. Daksha Prajapati said, okay, fine. If they, they all parted ways. But Parvati, she was naturally very attached to her father, her mother, her sisters. They all were there. God, what was the reason? The because it was her family. Everybody, you know, when everybody between the assembly, between the fight between the father-in-law and the son-in-law, who suffers? They were shaking. Who suffers fear. actually? Because uh, till this the time, daughter, everything was okay. The, or the, uh, or the daughter of it was, the it was they were teasing the her and they were uh, talking about Lord Shiva and all. So, <coughs> but when Sati, Sati gave once her life, she heard that, at that there time, was a they could understand incident. There was that there was a program is organized. A event been organized in her father's Lord house, Shiva is and she angry. was very curious. She was very eager to Lord go Shiva. and attend. Who will take that? But she used to go on the yes, main door who, who, and then who come back. His divine grace, Narad Takes and that again, responsibility. Narad Muni goes to Kailash, and as I said, that you did you my husband hear the news? My husband is not respected there. No, she okay. She goes back again. So to and fro she was going, and Lord Shiva's observing her. What is going on? Could not digest that fact. She wants to go. So Lord Shiva started Tandav. She she also did not want to go. Started the Tandav when they started. And then about that, the devatas, the demigods were flying on the sky. They were purposely flying over Kailash. And all the wives of the all the wives, the respective wives of the demigods. They were saying, fearful personality. Hmm. He, told is not going. he was actually Rudra. Yes, yes Sati, sorry. Rudra Sati, Sati is not going. Uh, and he told they Vira were Bhadra, saying that Sati, why are you not Kshan. going? No forgiveness. And then he said, Yes, yes, I am I'm so actually Bhadra coming. You go, you go, so I am coming. So powerful. So, so the Devatas, they were, were also actually trying to tease Sati in that arena. And Sati, the whole earth was trembling. 
Uh, she was in dual minds. What should I do? Is Shiva so coming? She goes and finds it. Lord, is Lord Shiva upset or who? My husband and said, then you know, some of them understood that by this, the way he was coming, and, as it yes, was Virabhadra. Yes. I heard Virabhadra came uh, and he dismantled. I think we should there. both go. He, all of them but yes, who, but we are not who were laughing. They were not and everyone got treated very, very nicely. They said yes, but that is our father's place. All the devatas who laughed, all the brahmanas who laughed, all the people who teased. Everything. But I don't all of them because our relationships are not good. Daksha Prajapati was caught so cold by Virabhadra. Uh, further spoiler relationships. Anyways, but I wish so to go. I said then. <coughs> but Daksha Prajapati was cut off. Then you should not go as well because I am wherever I am not respected. Wherever you are not invited, you should not go. That was a punishment. And then, but she and was in dual mind. But before that, everybody went and pacified Lord Shiva, Brahma, pacified Lord Shiva, because the yagya was meant for the pleasure of God Vishnu. Walk out of the house. And then, and as soon as she walked out, it was not proper. Please sacrifice. Immediately, Lord Shiva indicated to all the associates. So they all went to Brahma. To the Brahma ji came. And immediately, the talent came. And all the Lord Shiva pacified him. Karva said, "Forgive." All the this was on the this was on the cards. Bewards and all everything was forgive Daksha Prajapati. And Bharat, Daksha Prajapati was dead. Bharat, and they decided that to keep to put the head of a goat. And immediately she was made for so many years as a goat. And everybody, as a goat, the body of a head of a goat and everything backed for it. And it was a grand arrival. Realize this mistake. And then Shiva gave his blessings. And the house, Namah Shivaya, had a grand arrival of. And the yagya was offered, you know, in the name of Lord Shiva as well. And the whole sacrifice was complete. And the Lord, Lord also, the Lord also present. The Lord also came there, manifested yeah. there. So this is uh, how a, the sacrifice you know, was performed by uh, Daksha, you know, under a tree. But you should uh, know, he he had all thing. his associates and so everything. Hundreds many and thousands of associates were there in that situation. Who were the associates? Just because of the Bhutas, Pishachas, uh, all the Rakshasas, of, they were associates of Lord Shiva. Huh? It's anger. Is the uh, is the uh, biggest problem? So of all life. the animals were there. So Just anger, like a zoo because going, you know, going, if you are in a situation where we get angry, huh? then you know, when Lord Shiva and Parvati were supposed to but get married, but the same situation, if you go cool, with a cool head, Lord was if you can very carefully Lord understand, Lord okay. In front of somebody Daksh else Prajapati upset, so let and, me not get upset. Uh, and very carefully, if you handle that situation, you can actually tell it so nicely. And Lord said, "My God, my my daughter is going to get married to this person." But we failed to man. understand that. Uh, we became angry. We became upset. Because I cannot go even near the situation. Uh, changes. One person gets angry, the another person gets angry. That was very angry. 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 Clashes. So many things happen. And he has all the. Ashes over his body. There are two two groups. The people fight. Lord Shiva is to fight. Nations fight. Two states fight. You know, it just goes on. Now the so countries when, are fighting. When Daksha Prajapati just saw that Sati is coming here, Sati came there. He neglected People suffer. completely. There is so much but, suffering. But Daksha has to go through so much suffering just for what was the reason? And, uh, uh, the mother. He just and what happened was that. <clears throat> If he could have controlled his anger, started to carefully observe the ceremony going on. Or the mother told him that all the oblations were offering fire. What was Lord Shiva's name? So no, if you don't consider Lord Shiva as Shiva as the most powerful personality, but at least he's your demand. She also heard children were laughing at Sati, but Daksha Prasapati did a big mistake there, and the result was this. Now. There is a there is a past time of Dhruva Maharaj. She started remembering that Lord Shiva used to call her Dakshayani. Why Dakshayani? Five years old. Her this body was given to her by Uttanapad Prajapati. Uttanapad Maharaj had two wives, Dakshayani and Suruchi. And Dhruva Maharaj, there are so many names. Was the husband and wife they call each other? 
there are of, there of are good names nowadays it's very difficult you know they it's very difficult and to find out that one day drumaraj goes and he wanted to meet his father and his his palace his mother's palace was not near the main palace of the king it was far away so drumaraj used to come and he wanted to meet his father and he saw that uttama his step brother was sitting on the lap of his father so dhruva also wanted to go and climb on the lap of his father and he was making an attempt but there suruchi the mother of the mother of uttama was there and she did not like that suruchi and suniti both were the wives of uttanapad and suniti dhruva's mother was actually the uh, eldest wife but suruchi was very very dear to the king and that's the reason uh, she was also very beautiful and that's the reason uttanapad maharaj kept her near and she kept dhruva maharaj's mother suniti away and dhruva maharaj when he came there and he made an attempt to climb her father's lap at that time the suruchi the step mother of dhruva maharaj she pulled dhruva and he she dragged her down from the lap of her father and he said that dhruva you are not qualified to to sit on the lap of the father he said why uttama is sitting why should all why should not i sit he is also my father and he said yes he is your father but your mother is not me your mother is your your mother is different you took birth from a wrong womb hmm? it could have been good if you could have taken birth from my womb and then i could have huh, given given you the right to sit there so you have no adhikar to sit there and she said you go uh, you go now and you perform tapasya if you want to sit there what should i do to sit there guru maharaj asked you said now you go now perform tapasya for narayan and when you get darshan of narayan ask narayan to give you birth again from my womb and when you take birth from my womb then you will be you are qualified to sit on the lap of your father now you go so dhru maharaj a five year old boy a kshatriya boy he got very deeply hurted you know and then he started walking straight to his mother So when he reached his mother, he mother his mother understood everything. What has happened? How he was dealt? And she became very sad. But what to do? What what should she say? Right? She said, "My dear Dhruva, whatever your stepmother has said, she has said nothing wrong. She has said that you should go and take shelter of Narayana. So you should go and take shelter of Narayana." Dhruva was saying, you know, he was child. He was saying, "My dear mother, I want a position now, not of my father, but I want a position of my uh, position is greater than my father, and greater than my grand grandfather and great grandfather Brahma as well. I want such a position. I don't. I'm not satisfied now with this sitting on the sitting on the lap of my father enough. I want a position is greater than Brahma ji." And he asked, "My dear mom, my dear mother, how did how did Brahma ji get that position?" Brahmaji's position, and how did Manu Maharaj get that position? My my grandfather, how did he get that position? And the mother said, by performing devotional service to Lord Narayana. Said, my dear mother, I want to perform devotional service to Lord Narayana. I want a position which is superior than superior than Brahma. So can you please tell me how can I get that? And Dhruva Maharaj's mother said, for that you have to go to forest. And that five-year-old Dhruva said, "Ah, yes, I will go to the forest, my dear mother. Please guide me." He said, "Where does this Narayana stay? Narayana stays in the forest. I will go." And he said, "Yes, go and attend perfection." So Dhruva Maharaj got blessings from his mother, and Dhruva, little five-year-old boy, 
सिक्स ईयर फाइव टू सिक्स ईयर्स ओल्ड बॉय ही स्टार्टेड वॉकिंग इन द फॉरेस्ट यू आर सो कन्विंस्ड फर्स्ट थिंग इज देर he has unflinching faith in the instructions of his mother and he had so much conviction that i will attain the lord in this birth that so much faith and conviction was there and drumaraj was walking alone people who are advanced in their age they will be afraid of going to the forest but here drumaraj was going he was so convinced and when he was on while he was on the path to the forest The Lord indicated Narad Muni to go and help Dhruva Maharaj. So Narad Muni appeared there, and Narad Muni, when he came there, he said, "Dhruva, what are you doing in the forest?" And saying, "Narad Ji, I am in the forest because I want to attain Lord Narayana. Lord Narayana, attaining Lord Narayana. Do you think that is easy to attain Lord Narayana?" Huh? And Dhruva Maharaj said. Yeah, my mother told me that Lord Narayana stays in the forest, and that's why I'm going in the forest. And Narad Muni said, "What is the what is wrong with you? Why why are you here?" And then he Narad Muni he explained that I wanted to sit in the lap of my father, and my stepmother did not allow that, and she threw me. And then that's why now I want to attain a position which is higher than Brahma also. And Narada said, "Hey, my child, my dear child." This is the time for you to go and play. This is not the time. You five-year-old boy, if you talks like this, what will you advise? What will you advise? If if a five-year-old boy tells you that I want to go to Vrindavan right now, huh? I want to go to Vrindavan now, and I want to attend and attend Lord Krishna. What will you say? This is not your. This is not the time. Hmm? Now you now you go to school. You know you'll grow up. You know, and then when when you grow up, you then you associate with the devotees here in you know. in crawley and you will meet you will meet so many wonderful devotees you associate with them gradually gradually when you become old and you can then you can take vana prasthan you can go consider into vrindavan not now right this is what we may advise huh so narad muni is advising him this is now time to play you should play now go and play go to the school huh and be happy and narad muni he was very upset with narad muni he said narad ji i heard about you that you have you have helped so many people attaining supreme lord huh? and now why you're playing with me you give you can you please tell me the path of how to attain lord narayana otherwise i or my mother has already told me he is in the forest and i will go and find him and narad muni was was saying to himself wow look at the kshatriya spirit he is just 5 years old boy but he has so hurted deeply hurted and this material but his mother guided him channelized his anger in a such a way that he was able to you know go on the path of krishna consciousness and dhru maharaj decided that he wants to attain perfection in his life so dhru maharaj was on was on his way and narad muni came and narad muni was trying to convince him and dhru maharaj said lot of instructions were given by him Uh, that you should not, you know, guna adikar mudam lipse dhanu krosan guna adham atmetran samana dhan vishtranata parabi bhuyate, and so many instructions were given by Narad Muni to Dhruva Maharaj, and Dhruva Maharaj said very clearly to Narad Ji that Narad Ji, I am a, I am not a Brahman, I am a Kshatriya. All these instructions are falling on my inner deaf ears. I am not able to understand anything right now. I just want to attain the lotus feet of Narayana. I am so convinced right now that if you don't want to help me, please go. 
I will find my way. And Narad Muni was actually pleased with him and he said, Dhruva, this is the mantra, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. You go from here straight to Madhuvan in Brajmandal. And there in six months from now, the Supreme Lord will be standing in front of you. And day in the in the first month you do this, second month you do this, third month you do this, fourth month you do this, fifth month, sixth month, all the guidelines were given and and you should meditate on the form of the Lord and Narad Muni narrated the supreme supreme form of the Lord. Uh, the Supreme Lord is not Nirakar. Uh, supreme Lord has form. If Supreme Lord was Nirakar, without any form, Narad Muni could have told, go and meditate on the Supreme Brahman. But here Narad Muni did not say that. Narad Muni said, go and go and find the, this is the form of the Lord. This is a description. So you go and attend perfect, go and meditate on this, chant the holy name and you will see the Supreme Lord face to face. Every month, Narad Muni, uh, this little boy, he, <coughs> he initially, uh, he used to, he used to only drink, uh, uh, drink little water and used to have some kandamula fal uh, after every three days. Then it increased to six days. Uh, the next third month it increased to 12 days. Then the fourth month it increased further and gradually, gradually he stopped eating anything. And on the last month he even stopped breathing. Last few days he even stopped breathing. And he was, that because his breathing stopped, the universal breathing stopped. Uh, because somehow the Lord was inside his heart. The Lord has manifested inside his heart and he was meditating on the form of the Lord and he became so, uh, his, the, he, his breathing and the universal breathing where we became one actually. And when he stopped breathing, the, uni, the oxygen in the whole of the universe stopped and all the demigods and everybody got, uh, uh, you know, uh, disturbed by that and they all went to Lord Vishnu and said, please go and meet your devotee because he's creating problems for us. So then the Supreme Lord appeared in front of Dhruva. And when Dhruva Maharaj was, when Dhruva Maharaj saw this, when Dhruva Maharaj was, you know, he was sitting on, he was standing on one feet. And he, in this position, he was on the one feet and he was uh, meditating on the Supreme Lord. The Lord was, Lord's form was in the heart. When the, when the actual Lord came in front of him, and the Lord was, the Lord saw that Dhruva is meditating on my form inside his heart. So how, how should I bring him to consciousness, external consciousness? So the form of the Lord disappeared from Dhruva's heart. And as soon as that disappeared, Dhruva Maharaj got disturbed and he opened his eyes and he saw the Supreme Lord Hari standing in front of him. And when Dhruva Maharaj saw that beautiful form of the Lord with Shankar Chakra Gada Padma, he was speechless. What should I do? What should I say? He has nothing. He, he, he did not go to school. He did not learn anything. No Sanskrit, no glory is nothing. And he was actually, he, he wanted to say so many things, but he was not able to do that. So the Lord touched his counsel to Dhruva's cheeks. And when that counsel was touched, all the transcendental knowledge was revealed in the heart. Divya Gyan Radhe Prakashita. And then Dhruva Maharaj started offering various prayers. And Lord was very pleased with that. And Dhruva Maharaj said to uh, Supreme Lord, that you know I don't want anything from you I whatever I want what what I, whatever I want is only pure devotional service I don't want anything I had aspired I have come here with the intention with a desire to gain a position 
which is higher than brahma but now after seeing you i am thinking that i was actually going for the pieces of glass but i actually got a diamond so i have you in my life so i do not want anything else in this life so dhruva maharaj when he said this to the supreme lord lord supreme lord said i am very pleased with your uh, devotion but i cannot refuse to give it because you you started your devotional service with the intention of getting this position so i'm giving you that position you will get a kingdom for 36000 years guru maharaj ruled the whole kingdom so this uttanabad's kingdom is going to come to you and for 36000 years you're going to remain as a king and <clears throat> after he gave up his this body he wanted a you wanted a position which is higher than brahma and brahma's superior to brahma there is no position as such there is only my abode so there is an abode of mine which is called as shwetadeep which is localized vaikuntha so that is from today onwards that that place will be known as dhruva loka so you will reside in that position in that place ha huh? in in that place so when dhruva maharaj he ruled for 36000 years and when he gave up his uh, when he was about to give up his body the f- associates of the lord of vaikuntha came there what is the praman that the dhruva that place where dhruva maharaj went is vaikuntha vaikuntha because the lord's associate came on garuda and four of them they came to take Garu- to take dhruva maharaj ha huh? so vaikuntha nath's associates came there and they took dhruva maharaj and uh, he went to the abode of the lord and dhruva maharaj while he was traveling to the abode of the lord he requested that uh, his mother should also be taken and they they indicated that look dhruva maharaj she is going further than you she is already on her way back so you don't need to worry for that so that is the glorious uh, life of uh, dhruva maharaj in dhruva maharaj's line in in his in his descendants there was a king vena you know king vena was a very unusual personality king vena was uh, was a king but usually we see that the kings are rajarshis but he was not rajarshi he was a, he was like a demonic mentality when when dhruva maharaj was when when dhruva maharaj uh, uh left the world then gradually in, in his descendants there are so many other kings and then king vena became the king and the king actually is a representative of the supreme lord and king vena started actually considering himself a supreme lord hiranyakashipu was very very powerful and he started worship he started requesting people that everybody should worship him and he was so powerful that everybody actually worshiped him because you know there was no options with them so here king vena was considering himself that he is supreme lord he is not representing supreme lord but he is that powerful that he is the supreme lord himself and then uh, actually <coughs> his father uh king king venas king venas father was uh, you know uh, his father was a very great uh, great devotee of the lord but he had no son and somehow the son was born because the wife of that king anga uh, i think his father's name i just i'm not able to recollect that but his father's name uh, his father was uh, king, king anga and his wife was coming from the demonic line huh? and that's why uh the king vena was born because of the qualities which were coming from the mother's side uh, so when king vena was born 
it it showed it displayed all the symptoms that he is a rogue he was a rascal and uh, he used to plunder people he used to trouble people he used to exploit people he used to loot people he used to trouble everybody but when king anga uh, he was disturbed by king vena's activities and he could not digest the fact that that i have a son like this and he got troubled and he decided to take vanaprastha abruptly so he went for the forest so all the ministers and everybody they looked for king anga but he was not found and so they had no option uh, but to enthrone uh, to sorry to uh, to make king uh, uh, king as vena although <clears throat> uh, when king anga left and till the time vena became the king there was a certain amount of gap and in that time what happened lot of thieves and lot of uh, people who started creating uh, chaos in the society sab gunde log bhar gaye all the decoits and everything started increasing the women the, the women were disturbed the children were disturbed so the whole there was a chaotic situation and lohe ko loha marta hai so the brahmanas thought that he is the biggest gunda vena uh, So if this gunda becomes the king then all this little little gundas will they will shut up and that actually happened when king vena came in the power all this he he made sure that all this little gundas they are put into put into jail uh, and or they were they were treated so king vena was very very powerful very very influential but there was one problem with him he started considering himself very very powerful so brahmana used to regularly advise him that you are a representative of the supreme lord you are not a supreme lord but he became so puffed up that he was considering that he is the supreme lord and he started telling everybody that everybody should worship me stop all the sacrifices of vishnu and king is a representative of vishnu king is vishnu so you all should worship me offer all sacrifices to me and uh, uh, this did not go well with brugu and other rishis and the brugu and other rishis they cursed him to die and his body was he 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 actually died but but there was another problem now the whole world was without a king and there was a chaotic situation so vena's mother was very attached to vena and she preserved the body now brugu and other rishis they had a discussion the brugu and other rishis they had a discussion that how can uh, we do something by which uh, we can we can give birth to a child from king vena and they had they knew the science so they initially they 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 actually uh they rubbed the body of king vena and from his thighs nishad came all the sinful activities were were removed and then from that again from that when the they they did some uh chanted some mantras in a mystic way uh, the lord prithu appeared from the body of uh king vena So Lord Lord Prithu was a supreme personality of Godhead, and uh, along with his wife, he appeared from King Vena's body. It is very unusual. Now we need to understand the Lord can appear from anywhere. Hmm? If he can appear from a pillar, so why cannot he appear from the body of someone? Huh? So it doesn't need. Lord does not need. Lord is everywhere. Huh? So he can manifest from anywhere. Huh? So just like. Uh, when lord shiva was born from you know when lord shiva was born he was born when brahma became angry he born from the he from, from the nostrils of uh, brahma ji huh? so so like that so in different different ways the lord if he wants he can appear in front of in 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 the world so king vena uh, when he died prithu came and prithu appeared and all the kings uh, all the all the small small kings who were there and uh, 
they they became very happy and all the rishis became very happy and they all came and glorified prithu maharaj and prithu maharaj was the supreme personality of godhead so there were professional reciters who came and glorified prithu maharaj in all the ways and prithu maharaj was an actual an ideal king huh? prithu maharaj was uh, <clears throat> so once what happened when prithu maharaj became when prithu maharaj became the king he found that that what was lacking with the previous king and he found out that when king king vena was there because of the sinful activities the mother earth refused to give out things you know mother earth was not producing grains the the mountains and every so all the nature the mother nature was refused to give food and all the necessary requirement for the benefit of the people when when there is a pious king then mother nature mother earth she becomes very happy and she gives out everything huh she gives all the minerals all the necessary minerals all the uh, required food grains all the essential things for the benefit of the people but when the king is impious like vena you know it becomes very difficult it becomes very very difficult for uh, the mother earth to actually yield things uh, what happens you know uh, when mother earth is happy when a cow is happy she will give milk when the cow is not happy it is very difficult to derive milk from her if she is sad if she is unhappy if she is not taken care nicely then how will she give good milk these days in the goshalas in so many different places the cows are been sent to slaughter houses to kill them huh? and you can see actually when the cows go to slaughter houses they are sad they are crying they know that they are been they are going to get slaughtered so they they cry it is a very unfortunate situation that we are in this world i remember i was in odisha in in uh, in uh, 2009 and 2009 one year i stayed in the village of odisha and I was preaching there and i somehow landed up in a in a in a place where they were cutting the cow and i i, I just saw that and i could not do anything actually because it was you know who cut the cows i just want to take the name of the i don't want to take the name of the community but i i landed in that place where they were cutting the cow and i vomited literally uh, and i could not see i could not digest that it was so painful for years and years that that particular scene remained in 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 my in uh, in my memory and such a helpless situation we we are in that a, a cow our mother is getting slaughtered and we are not able to do anything mm. so there there should be a revolution actually uh, there should be a revolution to save mother cow so imagine a situation where the mother is been mother is been tortured in this way mother earth is tortured in this way mother earth is actually she has a form of a cow and if she is tortured how will she give milk how will she give the necessary supplies to all the human beings and that's what happened mother earth refused to give all the required stuff to the uh, to the human beings and king prithu got very very upset and king prithu was very angry at the earth and he king prithu went behind her to kill her actually king because she was upset she was not listening so she wanted prithu maharaj was a king he was a supreme lord and he could chastise mother earth so she was behind her to chastise her to 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 uh, but mother earth realized that he is a supreme lord and he told that if you can milk me uh, if you can if you are going to take care of me and you are going to milk me then i will start you know giving different stuffs so all the devatas all the asuras they all came together 
all the human beings everybody came together and they started milking you know their departmental heads they all came and uh, they started milking mother cow and they took all the necessary things from mother earth and in this way uh, the whole the whole uh, earth again became fully glorious and all the necessary stuff was provided to them so mother earth <coughs> one has to one has to read things in detail to understand you know what exactly how how exactly these things happened so <coughs> then uh, king prithu performed 100 horse sacrifices and when king prithu was performing 100 horse sacrifices indra became very upset because one who one who uh, ashwamega yagya one who performs 100 ashwamega yagyas what happens one becomes qualified to become indra okay please adar jao or ao do one thing at a time don't becomes one loses the link <clears throat> so uh so one when uh, uh where were we yes when someone performs 100 even someone performs 100 ashwamega yagyas then he becomes qualified to become indra when one becomes when performs 1000 ashwamega yagyas he becomes qualified to become brahma so king prithu he was supreme lord shaktyavesh avatar of the supreme lord he had no desire to become indra but indra when he found out that prithu maharaj is performing ashwamega yagya he came and kidnapped the the horse he did that several times and finally uh, when king prithu was very upset and king prithu's son wanted to kill indra and indra used to what he used to do he used to change his dress into sanyas vesha huh? every time he used to uh, there there was an attempt made to kill indra he used to take a dress of a sadhu or a sanyasi or a brahmana or something like that so all this pakhand all the pakhandas huh? all this pakhand i'll say that pretenders they they took they, they they were actually predicted that there are so many pretenders will be there in the world in the name of spirituality today there are so many spiritualist people but most of them they have made spirituality a business ha huh? they made yoga also into business the it is so surprising that yoga which is meant for connecting with the supreme lord now it is a business ha huh? it is a highest highest without less without any investment actually ha huh? it is a, what investment is there in in, in yoga classes uh, one one just need to go to rishikesh uh, stay there for some weeks learn the yoga learn the yoga come back and start his own education education start giving yoga yoga here that is not yoga yoga means what yoga means connecting with the supreme personality of god that is yoga uh, but but what is what do we see as yoga these days the physical exercises one can bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur says that one can keep squeezing his nose ah uh, but one can never attend supreme supreme lord by by squeezing that nose you need to understand that ah uh, by squeezing of the nose one cannot uh, gain spiritual perfection that is only for the body spiritual perfection can be attained by chanting the holy name of the supreme lord hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare so prithu maharaj was ex- was exhibiting an ideal administrator an ideal prime minister or ideal president of a country he was ruling the whole world but he was showing and how can one become an ideal king 
so he was ruling his citizens very nicely like a father as as a administrator as an in charge of a small place or a big place the administrator's duty is to make sure that those citizens are treated with love and care the citizens the praja has to be comfortable needs their all their demands are should be should be should be uh, fulfilled and they should be given a platform for practicing bhakti so prithu maharaj was a best king he was a supreme lord and he set an ideal example for all of us to follow his speech he gave a speech to his people in that speech is to be read several times actually in that speech actually uh, establishes what are the duties of a king he said i you made me a king today but i have i have certain duties to follow and this and this things i am going to do and he actually did the whole kingdom was pleased when a king is pious all the citizens if the king is a devotee if he is a pious then all the citizens under under all under him you know they also become come on the path of devotion when amrish maharaj was a king the entire kingdom the entire whole planet earth actually was actually devoted it happened it is very difficult to to re, to relate to this you know that how can it happen that the whole whole world every citizen can become krishna conscious but if the king was like that initially what used to happen that there were small small kings of these different countries and there was one one supremely one emperor of them the supreme king who was who was in used to reside in india bharat bhumi bharat was the uh, bharat used to rule the whole world actually hastinapur was the capital most most of the time in the last last few uh, yugas uh i mean the last few uh, i'll say that before the kaliyuga started uh, till yudhishthira maharaj and parikshit maharaj and his 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 dynasties hastinapur was the kingdom and hastinapur used to rule the whole world and hastinapur the king of hastinapur how was his consciousness that used to reflect on the kingdom as well the people in the kingdom as well if you, if he was a devotee then everybody was devoted if the king vena became the king and everybody became like him only they all were into same business similar business kundagardi bad gayi thi everybody became a dacoid in their in their nature and everybody was looting people and cheating people all these things increased so when prithu maharaj came things change and every uh, consciousness of the people changed so it is very important that a person when he comes in that administrative positions he uh, he rules in a such a way that he gives platform for others also to practice god consciousness so prithu maharaj perfectly did that and then prithu maharaj uh, was visited once by four kumaras and and four kumaras gave, came there four kumaras blessed and he showed how to receive a sadhu it is very important that as grahasthas as grahasthas were a king who were it might be you need to understand that he need to serve the sadhus and follow under the under the direction so prithu maharaj was uh, was visited by so many saintly people all the time and he was visited by four kumaras and four kumaras guided him that you are doing perfectly well in your in your in your king in your kingdom so you should uh, do certain certain things so some guidance was given so a king or an administrator should always consult with brahmanas or sadhus how should he lead his kingdom so we as we as we as we might be manager we might be in a certain certain positions we should always seek guidance from others that i have so many people under working under me how should i deal with them ha huh? 
one should uh, not just whimsically uh, appoint someone suspend someone you know there is a, there is a way of dealing with people dealing with care because you are spoiling others life somebody is depending on you huh? so he he is working under you is serving under you has faith faith in you so you should you cannot cheat them you cannot there is a way of dealing with people if somebody commits mistake under you then how to correct them you should you should be like a parent to them a person just like he takes care of his own family the same way for him the whole of his citizens should be considered people working under him are like a family for him and it's just like the same love and affection he gives for his own children the same love and affection a king is supposed to be giving to all the citizens that is the duty of a king <clears throat> so further king prithu attains perfection he he goes to the abode of the lord uh, and then <clears throat> there is a description about how narad muni uh, meets <clears throat> prachin prachin barhi you know prachin bhari was a person who was absorbed in karma kanda activities and prachin bhari used to uh <clears throat> so he was he met he was met by narad muni and narad muni instructed him on the path of devotional service and so many different things uh, are been described in the uh in the fourth canto of shrimad bhagavatam mm-hmm. so now coming further to the fifth canto of shrimad bhagavatam the fifth canto so in the uh, fifth canto begins with the life of uh, rishabadev rishabadev is a supreme personality of god anadar shakti avish avatar uh, rishabadev is a very uh, special incarnation and he came uh, from the womb of meru devi and king nabhi and uh, all the characteristics of supreme personality of god are uh, were there in rishabadev and uh, brahma and others they came and glorified lord rishabadev so rishabadev set an ideal example how how should one become a king and at the same time he set an example how to one renounce everything and rishabdev had 100 sons and one of the one of the sons was bharat maharaj now bharat maharaj was the same bharat on whose name we are calling this whole uh, uh, prithvi or bharat bhumi as uh, bharat bharat huh? earlier it was named as ajnab varsha but now after after bharat maharaj came he the way he ruled he was now uh, the whole country was called as bharat huh? so bharat maharaj there is a very unusual thing happened in life of bharat maharaj ek harin ke liye bharat dhari dui the for one deer king bharat he got two bodies he had to take two bodies bharat maharaj was ruling the whole world and he left his kingdom his wife his family for attaining perfection for attaining the supreme lord and he went to forest but bharat maharaj when he went to forest he 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 got attached to a deer there a person who now one has to be very careful we can see a person who gave up his opulent kingdom he gave his beautiful wife he gave his beautiful children he gave up everything but bharat maharaj in when he went to forest he became attached to a deer and then he fell down from that position so bharat maharaj was actually on a state of very top on topmost consciousness of of his spiritual life he went giving up giving up married life giving up household life is not easy and he did that he was able to achieve that position that thing that giving up household life giving such a kingdom 
you know there are so many brajwa there are some brajwasis doing tapasya in no not brajwasi there are some people doing tapasya in braj and once i found out that one person particular person he was so rich he was so rich that thousands and thousands of crores of property was there in that person's name and he was living so simply in braj and every month his children used to come with so many cars and they used to they used to meet their father and they used to say father pitaji please come back please come back and he renounced everything for the pleasure of the lord it was not it is not easy to give up opulence kingdom for the pleasure of but the lord's devotional service is so glorious that one feels that all these things are like you know pieces of glass and one gives it up but one has to be very careful walking on the path of bhakti is also one has to be careful that we are all we remain in the association of the devotees bharat maharaj he gave up his kingdom and he was in the forest doing tapasya all alone and what happened there a lion roared in that forest once and what happened this deer was carrying a baby and this deer was crossing a river and she got she got afraid that the lion will attack her and the baby dropped from her womb and the baby started floating in the river so bharat maharaj actually saw that and it was proper for bharat maharaj anybody for even for us also bharat it was very proper for her, him that he jumped in the river saved that baby because he saw that the mother died the lion killed probably lion killed the deer and he saw that the mother died so he jumped in the river and he took that deer baby huh, and he came out anybody could have done that and that is absolutely fine if somebody is in danger huh, one can go and rescue that little baby huh? so he brought back but the problem was now that bharat maharaj started considering that this is the arrangement of the lord that i have found this deer and it is my duty to take care of this deer now here is where the missing link is that we don't have bharat maharaj did not have sadhu sangha here if bharat maharaj was in sadhu sangha was an association of devotees then naturally they could have guided him that okay you saved him but you should give it to you know you should have given that boy to deer community you know the other deers are there they will take care of it but bharat maharaj took it to himself that it is my responsibility to take care of it and so he started nurturing it caring for it eating with it sleeping with it huh feeding it bharat maharaj was feeding that little baby deer and as it was growing like his own child and what happened gradually gradually his attachment for deer became so much the deer was attached to bharat maharaj and bharat maharaj also attached to the deer and the relationship became so condensed that bharat maharaj even when when the deer used to roam around you know in the in the jungle he used to get worried that if the lion and tiger may not eat it and that was so he was so attached to that deer that his sadhana got compromised his gayatri and everything everything got compromised he forgot to do even sandhyas also that's how he was attached and then bharat maharaj's life was spent uh, remembering that deer and the time and uh, serving that deer and the time of his death came and bharat maharaj remember that deer uh, he was while he was giving up his body he was thinking where is that deer where is my deer where is my uh, and in thinking of that deer bharat maharaj gave the body imagine a king 
who gave up his whole opulence everything whole material opulence it gave it up but now he attached became attached to a deer and he became a deer in the next life you know but what lord is kind to the people who have sincerely practiced krishna consciousness in the body of a deer also bharat maharaj which became a deer the deer was able to remember his past life and this is only possible because of lord's intervention because lord from bhagwan sahi from lord only we get the smriti and vismriti from the lord comes remembrance and forgetfulness if the lord wants us we can remember all our past lives you know i was doing gira when i am some fortune is there that i got a opportunity to stay in giraj for 3 years and every day i used to do parikrama for some days and there while doing parikrama there was a sadhu on staying on the you know uh, on the foothills of giriraj and uh, uh, i used to often say hari krishna to him and then gradually gradually every day he saw me i saw him i was greeting him and then uh, i found more detail about him i said once i i decided to spend some time with him and uh, he looked very ordinary right very ordinary person he has beard and very simple living and that that sadhu i could recognize that he was chanting every day uh throughout the day he used to chant so i asked him baba ji how much rounds do you chant and he said i chant around 192 rounds every day hmm? how much hours it takes i takes around huh, 20 21 hours hmm? so whole day chants hmm? and then i developed more relationship with him other days when i used to come my respect for him increase and then i asked him baba ji uh, uh, as to associate with him just for a few minutes and then i found out this baba knows his past three births and he said that i was this and this in my this birth then in this birth and now i am here i am like this i have met another devotee as well from bihar his name is sangeet madhavdas he also knows his past three births huh? because and he has go went and checked with he went with the devotees and the devotees confirmed that yes there was someone like that and three births were confirmed so krishna krishna gives us the remembrance so in the case of bharat maharaj that because he practiced sincere devotional service in the body of a deer also he the deer really realized that he was, was king bharat in, in a certain life. place but he started walking towards gandaki 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 river in nepal and then it left his body in gandaki river and then that that deer became another uh, it came as a brahmana as a son of a brahmana boy and he was called as jada bharat now when when he came as jada bharat so jada as a jada bharat he he knew his past birth as deer and he was able to also know that he was bharat maharaj one at the time he ruled the whole kingdom whole world imagine a person who is ruling the whole world has to become a deer in the next life <laughs> that is the nature of the material world dear devotees huh? and that same deer again became jada bharat but as jada bharat as jada bharat he was very very careful this time he decided that in this life he will remain as a duff and dumb person he had no business with the material world respected devotees if you want to attain perfection in this life then we have to finish our business with the material world unless we are done with this we cannot actually 
start the path of attaining the supreme lord we can be devotees we can be practicing krishna consciousness but we have to get done with this material world unless we have this desire so called desire for enjoying this material world krishna will not be available we may be practicing devotional service karma mishrit bhakti that will go on but unless we are done with this material world so jada bharat decided that he has got enough lessons from the life as a deer and now he has got again the human form of life so he decided jadavara decided that this lifetime i will not take any risk so he started behaving like a duff and a dumb person he was born in a brahmana family so his father made an attempt to teach him gayatri and so many things and he was he this he was indicating to him that he does, he cannot learn anything so that he wanted that everybody should consider him as a fool and ignore him and he wanted to live like that he used to not take bath for for days after days and jadabharat started to live like that although he was conscious of everything and 24 hours he was only thinking of krishna always chanting the names of the lord hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare he was so fixed this time now jadabharat was uh, he how he was how he used to maintain himself how he used to live he was been used you know in the fields if you see there is a uh, what they say they keep a, a scarecrow right what they say scarecrow so he yes so he was been used as a scarecrow during the day maharaj bharat i'll say maharaj bharat who became a deer and now he was standing as a scarecrow on a field and he was okay with that because because for for everybody else in the world he was a he is a idiot and for him people he wanted that people should consider him like that and jad bharat was completely fine and for doing that he used to get food and sometimes the food he used to get was you know stale food he used to get hmm? the leftover from yesterday or the day before that was served to him and he was okay with that jad bharat was strong and stout very strong and stout and uh, uh, his brother his brothers and everybody used to tease jad bharat used to play make fun of him and he tolerated that people used to throw stones at him he tolerated that people used to laugh at it jad bharat tolerated that everything he tolerated because he decided that water comes his way he is not going to speak and one fine day when jad bharat was you know uh, on the field doing that a, a group of dacoits were planning to offer bali to kalmadar kali and they were looking for an appropriate body a person so they so they went and found jad bharat who was sit- sitting as a scarecrow huh? and they said come and he did not he was he was you know he was a brahmana but he never he did not take bath he never took bath actually so they they took him and there was a brahman thread on him so uh, so they realized that there is a brahmana but they still went ahead they gave him a bath they started feeding him nicely so jad bharat ate nicely huh? for the first time or the i don't know but he start he got the f- best food 
huh? and uh, and uh, they they all prepared him for to offer it to kali and then he was placed on where he was about to get cut and the big khadag was brought in and the and the pujari he went and he was about to kill jad bharat and jad bharat was actually jad also during that time he had nothing to do with this business he was simply depending on the will of the lord he was thinking that if this is the will of the lord let it happen but he did not uh, retaliate he did not actually uh, say a word to these people he took this as a will of the lord and he decided okay it's time to get it's time to die now it was good he was thinking of krishna and he was about to die but kali could not digest that mother kali she could not digest that she came out of the dt she took that same khadak and in front of jadbharat cut the heads of the decoids and kicked it like a football she used to cut the head and with with her leg she used to kick you know ek goal do goal teen goal ha <laughs> uh, so she killed everybody and then she she offered pranams to jadbharat ji and she went she disappeared that is the glory of a devotee of the lord that the, that kali thought that if this paramhamsa vaishnava jadbharat the paramhamsa if he, if he gets killed but i where will i show my face uh, so that was the situation with uh, uh, that was the situation with bharat maharaj and jadbharat so when <clears throat> sat jadbharat once was again sitting as a, as a scarecrow He was sitting as a scarecrow again. He that was his business. That was his duty every day. He was sitting as a scarecrow, and he used to get fed and t- taken care of just by that service. So, uh, a king of Sindh Pradesh was traveling to meet Kapila Bhagwan. His name was Rahugan, and King Rahugan, they were traveling and he was traveling in a palanquin, and there are people, there are there are people taking care, uh, you know, carrying him. and after every certain kilometers or certain certain villages the 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 carriers were changed and there was a manager who used to pay them they he used to go to the villages found an appropriate person pay that person and get him and then for a few villages for a few villages he used to go will complete in 5 minutes so don't worry so <clears throat> when uh, so they found jad bharat again this this people they uh the manager found jad bharat because one of the one of the carriers was tired so then he found jad bharat as so a jad bharat was brought and he was carrying the palanquin maharaj bharat was carrying the palanquin of a very small tiny king ha huh? imagine ha huh? ha huh? so that while the palanquin jad bharat was very careful of uh watching the insects and making sure that the ants and the insects are not getting killed so he used to jump from here jump from there jump from here jump from there and four of them were carrying that palanquin so one was jumping so everybody was jumping it was very difficult it was very difficult right uh, so this uh, three of them used to get disturbed and the king inside rahugan was getting more disturbed and he was saying you rascals you just cannot carry a palanquin and he said no sir this one person the newly appointed person is creating difficulties he's just taking he's just looking down and walking and then he just started he just started chastising jadavarat and when that chastisement went on and on and on for for good amount of time for the first time in the history 
ऑफ दिस लाइफ ऑफ दिस जड़ भरत जड़ भरत स्पोक जड़ भरत व्हाई ही स्पोक बिकॉज राहुगन वॉज ए क्वालिफाइड पर्सन राहुगन वॉज वॉज ए किंग वॉज अ बिट पफ टक बट ही वॉज एन अधिकारी एंड ही वॉज गोइंग टू मीट क्लॉड कपिला बट ही केम एक्रॉस जड़ भरत सो जड़ भरत आस्ट हिम ओनली फाइव क्वेश्चन फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम इन इज लाइफ दिस जड़ भरत स्पोक द पर्सन हु नेवर स्पोक थ्रू आउट इज लाइफ बट ही आर सींग ए क्वालिफाइड पर्सन ही स्पोक ही आस्ट फाइव क्वेश्चन टू राहुगन एंड दैट फाइव क्वेश्चन बेस्ड ऑन आई मीन अबाउट द सुप्रीम सुप्रीम आइडेंटिटी ऑफ योर सुप्रीम लॉर्ड हु इज सुप्रीम लॉर्ड हु इज मी हु इज इज बॉडी एंड यू नो सो मेनी क्वेश्चन अबाउट दैट वाई डू यू थिंक दैट आई एम कैरिंग दिस पैल एंड क्वीन आई एम नॉट अ बॉडी आई एम अ सोल समथिंग लाइक दैट फाइव क्वेश्चन वेर आस्ट एंड राहुगन एनी हर दैट फाइव क्वेश्चन फ्रॉम फ्रॉम सच ए पर्सन हु इज कैलिंग कैरिंग ए पैल एंड क्वीन ही जस्ट कॉल टर्न फ्रॉम इज पैल एंड क्वीन एंड ऑफर प्रोस्टेड ऑबेसेंसेस टू जड़ भरत he said who are you please and there was a very nice discussion between both of them there is there is a, in there is a detailed discussion between uh, between jada bharat and maharaj rahugan and uh, king and maharaj and jada bharat actually was uh, <coughs> was answering all his questions and he was so impressed that he asked him who are you sir are you lord kapila are you dattatreya or are you who are you I said you want to know me huh have you heard of the name bharat maharaj maharaj bharat well, yeah that's me huh? and bharat maharaj huh? and he explained his whole life story and then rahugan surrendered to bharat maharaj jad bharat and he accepted him as guru and there was a further further discussion on the attachment uh, of how this material world is and how people get attached Uh, in the so-called relationships of the material world, and he gave practical example of his own that how he became attached to deer, and then Rahugan actually became a Parabham Savishnava. When you meet a sadhu, the sadhu will make you like him. If a sadhu is a Parabhamsa, and if you are a true, true shishya, sadhu shishya, if you go and and meet a genuine sadhu, then the sadhu will make you like him. So Rahugan became a Parabham Savishnava. and he he was also was traveling and preaching that he did not go further from there he 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 remained with them and then he also started uh, that was a life of uh, maharaj jadavarat in brief <clears throat>